From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata. As always, I'm joined with Jeff Goodno, Director of Advisor Education here at Potomac. One of the rules we have when uh, doing this podcast is we try our hardest not to talk about product. Uh, we want to talk about topics that are relevant to RIAs and, and stay away from, from any product talk. This one's going to be a little different because we have recently announced uh, a new product line that we're excited to share with everyone. And so this is uh, going to be a deep dive into this product. So, Jeff, what uh, what are we doing? Yeah, well, we're, we are super pumped for sure. I mean, this has been a lot of work and effort. But what we're really doing today is talking about the Union UMA. And, you know, an easy starter is why union? Well, if you look up the definition, you'll find out that's the act of joining and in harmony. Um, And it it says a lot about what we have tried to do as a business uh, with advisors, right? It's it's that common theme that we're we're struggling with as uh, as we all do, right? How do we bring these different things together, whether it be technology, service, etc. And and that's where we're headed with this conversation. So from that standpoint, the Union UMA uh, is something that we've set out on a journey. We've got other podcast episodes as we, uh, you know, built this platform, and that's really what we're going to talk about today. Um, and this is six, seven months or more in the working, uh, for sure. Uh, target pretty simple. We're looking for for twenty to fifty million dollar advisors. I mean, th- those are the kinds of advisors that are typically by themselves, or maybe have one or two other people helping them out, but. They're, we've seen with our prior discussions, they're, they're not necessarily being treated the way they deserve. So that, that's a starting point. And you and I, you know, when we're doing content, writing blogs, whatever it may be, we always have this discussion where I bring up the why. Mm-hmm. Because it's important anytime you craft any content, the why. So, so in this case, the, the why is that we've seen a, a massive shift towards TAMPs. However, these TAMPs are built to scale. And when you're built to scale, the problem is the smaller end clients get sort of left to the side. And that that's our why, at least. Do you have anything to add to that concept? Yeah, I mean, you know, and of course, I think the simple statement we're just going to make is service has to be there because that's one of the biggest factors that gets left out forget all the technology right that that's what we're going to talk about a lot is the technology and the offering today but service has to be there and we think that we can bring big service as a small business to what's lacking from the big box solutions okay so we want to touch upon three major points uh around the union uma and we're going to dive into details uh, on these three points the main one is investment management now, as a third-party strategist ourselves, we, we feel like we have a little bit of knowledge on this topic and the ability to uh, look into other strategists and models and, and really do a lot of the digging around them. Uh, what, uh, what's our plan here with on the investment management side? Yeah, well, I think first and foremost, it's uh, uh, to make sure that we have a good breadth available. Right, and while some people may say, "What the hell are you doing, destroying your own business?" 
Uh, instead, we see the value. We, you and I have always thought that there's good value in in combinations, right? Non-correlated strategists coming together to build a better portfolio. So everything from strategic solutions to tactical solutions to timing solutions are all available in this platform. And uh, and that's pretty cool. You start looking at some of the names and you get things like American Funds and Vanguard and Russell, Meter, uh, t tactical solutions like Meter and Main and Horizon. Of course, Potomac would fit in the tactical solution space. Uh, but there's also big names like Morningstar and Zaxx and you know a lot of individual security solution providers. So it's pretty cool the breadth that we have been able to put together in such a short time uh, for a small shop. I want to touch on a point that you made earlier that mm -hmm. I think is 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 pretty important. We are disrupting our own business <laughs> because we think For it's the sure. right thing to do. <laughs> and so when a client comes to us and has, you know, a quarter million dollars, historically we would build a p portfolio of Potomac strategies. And and that's fine. It depends on the client's risk tolerance and that may be perfectly suitable. But there's other examples where the client may need other strategists or the advisor wants to sprinkle in a little bit of tactical instead of the whole thing. And so we're making that available for folks to to actually craft uh, uh, from a list of, of strategists. So uh, it, and you'll be the point person on that going forward to to work with these advisors. So that that's an important part here. Uh, the second part of this is, is multi-custodian. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to make something clear. We are never going to be the shop that has 10 different choices because we, we can't handle that, right? The point is to make this a simple process. And in most cases, advisors shouldn't have money at, at you know five or six different custodians. So to start, it's going to be Fidelity and TD. Those are the relationships we have set up. And, and those are going to be the, the, the choices that will be available. We don't care either way. It just depends on, on what uh, each advisor is comfortable with uh, choosing in that situation. Yeah, it's, and as we take this a step farther, too, and, and I appreciate the reference to multi-custodians, you know, I, I just rattled off a minute ago a bunch of different names of, of managers that are available, excuse me, strategists that are available, as they're called in the Union UMA platform. And, and that's all fine and dandy, but guess what? You can get to a lot of those in a lot of places. Uh, one of the things that we feel is a differentiator in the investment management space is our ability, because of additional expertise that most managers just simply don't have, is the OCIO, the Outside Chief Investment Officer capabilities. And the concept here is, is simple in that we're going to help each of these advisors craft a curated list of, man, uh, of a strategists and portfolios, or models as they're called, into uh, a custom list for them. And, and that's that, that ability to have due diligence done and, and not only initial but ongoing and the ability to work together with an advisor to, to help optimize perhaps a portfolio combination. Uh, maybe it's a couple of managers they're already using, but can we help them find an optimal blend for that? Uh, those are capabilities that just simply aren't offered by most platforms, and that's something that we can do, again, because we have a different expertise level than most. And I'm going to push you here on the why. The, the reason... The reason that we can do this is it comes back to scale. When you're growing a multi, multi-billion dollar TAMP, you're not going to spend the time for a $20 million advisor to custom curate a list. You're going to say, <laughs> look, get, here's our five pre-bit allocations. We likely revenue share with all five of them. Uh, you know, choose, choose this. And it, this is not a knock on these larger TAMPs. It's just 
the simple fact that you cannot scale customer service. You cannot scale um, being custom. And that's where we have an advantage swimming in this small space uh, to be able to offer those services. Yeah, uh, that's that, that's great. That, it's that it's kind of on. funny when you think about it, right? Because everybody talks about scale, and, and, and therefore there's like this automatic assumption that scale means you have to get bigger in order to be successful. And and I think that's where so many places have just gone so wrong. Uh, you know, growth is great, right? There's not a problem with that. But, uh, you know, the concept of just always having to get massively, exponentially bigger, uh, I think is just they're, they're, they're missing the mark a little bit there. But, hey, to each his own, right? Everybody has a different business model. This is ours. We want to be a small business that works with small businesses. And that's where you and I have the passion to be able to do this and understand who we're working with. So uh, do you have some uh, example or two of uh, some of the SMA capabilities beyond just the typical model, you know, mutual fund ETF type solutions? Yeah, so in addition to the model concept, right? In the model concept, you know, we're intaking signals. There's not a lot of customizations on the underlying holdings. So in a model concept, you have your different choices that, that you can allocate to. What if someone needs customizations in terms of tax loss harvesting, or they have someone, for example, a client with you know, a ton of Microsoft stock that you wanna build positions around? Models aren't designed for that. So in that case, uh, we are going to tack on a SMA capability where we can bring in customized SMA managers who will create these portfolios for folks, um, private wealth, whatever you want to call it, uh, within this sort of administration of union UMA. And that opens it up. And, and, and we're, we're admitting that we, we're not, that's not our cup of tea. We're not here to tax us harvest or to create custom portfolios. That's not what we do. So we're bringing in experts for our advisors through you and you may to help in that regard. Cool. Cool. And, and for clarity, the, the models are not just mutual fund or ETF, but there are models that are individual security uh, as well. So this is what you're speaking of is something that is, I want to be clear on the word customization, right? That's that's where we have some customization yeah, capabilities let's, beyond let's, the typical Let's models. be clear on this. So like, I, I appreciate that. Let's be clear on this. The, the model is when the manager is tossing trades to us with no uh, insight into each client's specific uh, situation. They're tossing trades. You buy this and sell that. And, and, that's, SMA secu- yeah, is, and that's securities and agnostic. It doesn't correct. matter what and type of And the SMA security. is making decisions based on that specific client in terms of concentrated positions or tax loss harvesting. You don't tax loss harvest in a model situation because you don't know uh, when those necessarily may have been purchased if they came in from another another manager. So not to not to yeah. dive too deep in here. So so what what is this all going to cost us? Right. Well, that's that's the last thing about investment management. We want to be very specific in this uh, for this purpose, and and that is you know there really are three pieces to the puzzle. There's the advisor fee, which of course you're gonna, you the advisor are going to be choosing what that is. Uh, but as far as cost of the UMA platform, all the things that we talk about today are involving two things. A platform fee, which starts at 40 basis points and works its way down as the accounts get bigger. And also, excuse me, on also a strategist fee. And the strategist fee is typically gonna be 10 basis points to maybe 50 basis points. There are a few I've seen that are a little bit higher than that. But but your your normals, your, your big names like your American Funds, your Vanguard, your Russell, you know, your CLS, there's quite a few of them that are 10 basis points. 
So it's pretty cool to be able to, to come in and say, okay, wait a second here. So we've got a you know $100,000 account, $200,000 account. Client's going to come in and, and you know be in that range of, of maybe one and a half if the advisor you know so wants to, to charge one. I mean, they're just giving you a ballpark. But, but that's a very reasonable situation to be able to bring multiple managers together. Uh, again, each strategy is going to have their own fee. It's that you just decide what you're, you're working with or work with us to help determine that, that need. Okay. So I think that wraps it up for the cost thing. As we move on, I'm going to toss one to you. As we move on to, to point two, really, it's about uh, a phrase that I have a little issue with sometimes, and that's integrated technology. Um, you know, integrated has, we've sort of given it a bad connotation occasionally when we talk about general integrations. And, uh, you know, the fact that this is all of these things that we're going to talk about today are built from the ground up together is a little bit different iteration, but integrated is still kind of the best word to use. So I just wanted to, to touch on that. You want to dive in here in the in the technology side? Yeah, I want to start with a with a story. Uh, as a third party money manager, we work with advisors that are RIAs or broker dealers, uh, reps across the country. And historically, when we wanted to put together a software package, we you know, went out and said, all right, let's get a proposal. The proposal goes to our um, back office system. Then it kicks off a DocuSign, the client signs. And that simple process, when I say it like that, wasn't so simple in real life. Uh, the proposal system wouldn't send anything more than name or email. Uh, the DocuSign then had to go through the custodian. How do you add in the broker-dealer paperwork or the RIA paperwork? It was an absolute mess to get all these people to talk to each other. So when we set out to do this, we said to ourselves, the only way that we're going to release this is if it's an all-in-one solution uh, that doesn't make the advisor then have to bring in separate pieces of technology. And that was huge for us because we have experienced firsthand what happens when you try to get these pieces of technology to talk to each other. It simply doesn't work. And that was, I think we accomplished that in, in this all-in-one solution. Uh, and, and that's how we, we, we purposely set out to build this, uh, not to have these, these uh, separate pieces of tech. Okay. So as we move forward down that line of, of thought process, let's talk about some of the tech that is included in the Union UMA. Uh, I'll start with the, the basic. And, and, and as we start this list, I want to make this statement. The concept behind this was we wanted to be able to offer advisors the full life cycle of a client experience. So from from proposal to you know the getting the account open to to doing all those things, the risk questionnaires, etc. And so let's dive in here. I mean, financial planning is one of the things that will be included, right? You, maybe you do a financial plan. Um, and and need some other things involved. So, what what are you what are your thoughts about the fact that we have financial planning included in this? My biggest pet peeve with financial planning right now is it's it's so separate from investments mm -hmm. in the world. You know, you create this financial plan, you have these goals, you have this rate of return you need, and then you go to a completely separate system and start piecing together investments that may or may not have the same risk tolerance as your financial plan uh, may not have the same return characteristics. So we wanted to start with the financial plan. And if a client doesn't need a financial plan for whatever reason, at least start with the aggregation so they can get all their accounts in one place. And then you have an idea 
of of what they need because running right. a risk tolerance on one account that may be 10% of their total net worth doesn't do anyone any justice. <laughs> so uh, so we started with, you know, let, let's let's build in the financial planning, the account aggregation. And from there, uh, you can jump into uh, the proposal generation, which you and I have good experience on on using some systems <laughs> out there that, that yeah. just... Uh, we won't mention any names, but yeah, I think we uh, let's just say that we've gone through all the pain for you. <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, there's a lot of tools out there. I mean, some of them are pretty cool, some of them aren't. Uh, but in the end, you know, you do a risk analysis, and then and then that's usually part of the proposal system. And so we want to be upfront here. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, think about it. you've got the risk questionnaire. You've got uh, a financial plan. You've got a, a proposal generator to put multiple different strategists and and models together. That's pretty cool. Uh, but now what do you do? What well, you got to open the account? You want to talk about opening up the account and what that looks like? Yeah. So from all in one screen from the proposal side, uh, once you decide on the manager combination, uh, you can send that out to the client, and then we do the digital uh, account opening from there. And so a lot of the uh, requirements are skinned into the technology, so you're filling a lot of those things within the user interface, uh, and then it kicks off to DocuSign. In an ideal world, you, you, it's all built into the technology, but we're not there yet, so you still need the DocuSign person involved. Uh, it, it's it's our DocuSign instance. Once again, all in one. The advisor doesn't have to bring their own capabilities, uh, and they're both through TD and Fidelity, and and that kicks off through um, through uh, within the workflow of the of the uh, account opening. Well, and, and in case I missed it, I think this is this is pretty cool too. Uh, as part of that process, we can actually take, uh, you know, if you have a couple of documents for your own RIA, we can take those and set them into the system for you and you only so that you're not having to do, hey, this is cool, this union UMA, all these documents are DocuSign, but then, oh, by the way, my client profile and my disclosure or whatever you might have, yeah, well, I don't have that capability, so I guess I got to get a piece of paper and have them fill that out while we're at it. Correct. We so this is why this is in. why we're on this is why we're onboarding in pieces because to your Correct. we are going to tag all these documents for each advisor that are specific to um, to their practice. Right. Correct. Right. And so, uh, you know, once we get to that point, you know, we, there's now the client's got this stuff, right? They've got this cool account and they've got this financial planning and they got this aggregation and all these things. How do they see it? Well, there's a client portal, so a pretty slick UI, right? An interface that the client can log into and see all of the above, uh, which is which is pretty sweet, uh, right? I mean, that's uh, times have changed, and and we are changing with them from the standpoint of clients now expect this is a change. They expect to be able to log in with their phone. A lot of them do, uh, their phone or their iPad or whatever and see their account balance and see how they're doing and see what their savings account is and see all these things they're getting that kind of interactivity with just about every other part of their life something that they can do on their their phone or their app or their website and we want to make sure that that those are the kinds of things that are capable here so there is a user interface or client portal do you have any other thoughts on the portal no, it's just it, it's it's branded, it's white labeled. Um, you know, financial planning investments, also a file server, uh, so you are not using a separate 
you know, a, your own file server to collect documents. We can collect it all in the portal. And be secure. So all these things, yeah, and all these things were thought out because we wanted to have uh, the information in one place and and not uh, you know have the advisor go you know get these separate tools. So okay. these things were were part of the the thought out process. Um, the last thing that we can touch on here is the trading, billing, reporting. That's all handled, obviously, uh, within that administration, administrative costs, the platform costs that, that, that we're charging. Uh, in addition, you know, you have the capability to then adjust those managers uh, as you see fit, uh, run new risk scores, make those changes. Those are all uh, taken care of on our end. One thing that's important that's not going to be there is the self-directed uh, portion. I think Good that's uh, real Good. quick to make that clear. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's not an option here. We can talk about that some other time as to why we decided that. Um, but, but those, th- that makes up the, the technology. I hate the word stack, but the <laughs> technology bundle, uh, whatever you want to call it. Well, and this is, this is where, as we come full cycle, right? We started this with saying we weren't going to spend a ton of time talking about service because that, that really to us has to be a given, but I do want to bring it full circle back to that. And that is the whole point of creating this technology capability and the union UMA to bring these different features together is to understand that that smaller advisor that we were speaking of uh, needs to have an extension to their back office. And that's what our team is becoming. We can use the phone, email, we do webinars, we can do all kinds of things to, to do video tools, etc., to be able to train you and support you and your staff, not only to use this system, but just in, in, in the basics. I mean, heck, I spent you know an hour having a conversation about a non-Potomac investment situation with an advisor the other day because they're good people and they just needed a backboard. They needed somebody to talk to and we worked through it. And it was, you know, they touched on financial a little bit. But, but those are the kinds of things that we want to do. And if we need to do a screen share or those sorts of things and, and show you how to walk through something, that's, uh, it, we like making technology simple. And so our yeah, team the, the, becomes the, a, an extension to your back office. Yeah, the co-browsing uh, ability is there. We can hop on and, and, right. and walk people through that. The, right. the point is that you know, when you have a request, we, we handle it. And I want to tell a story on this because it's... Sure bothered me the other day you know there's a, a business partner of ours who who we do business with um you know we, we pay them for services and the past couple months i've, I've had to you know resent a sent email and it, it, that stuff just burns me and that's what we are never going to do when it comes to the service side if you are unable to re- respond to your clients in a timely fashion you're either bad at customer service or you have too many clients. That's the bottom line. They're, they're, and so all these pet peeves that that advisors have out there trying to get customer service, getting a ticket number, having to follow up multiple times, getting that email back that says, oh, I've been so busy. I'm sorry I couldn't get to your email, blah, 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 you know, like two weeks later. That's <laughs> essentially what we are trying to avoid. That is, at the end of the day, the sales pitch your business matters to us because it does. And so that that's really what it comes down to for, for you and I, at least, is the customer yeah. service aspect of it. And, and our staff is well aware. If there's any examples of someone not returning an email within a very short period of time or completely dropping the ball, it, uh, it, it, gets, it gets handled on our end. It's, it's not something that we accept. 
Absolutely. We make mistakes, of course, but but that kind of stuff is just not acceptable at all. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, very well said, and uh, let's just sum that up um, from the standpoint of join us in the Union UMA. Uh, you know, bring some harmony to your life. The, there's a waiting list on our website. You can go to Union UMA, and 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 that way you can start to get some more information. And and uh, you know, we're staging out people who are coming on board, and we're looking at third, fourth quarter as is. So it's uh, you know they're stacking up, and uh, we would love to talk to you about that. Uh, let's talk about recommendations. What you got? Uh, all right. Well, as I get older, I'm trying to be less of a hothead that I used to be. I think I've done a pretty good job of, of, of calming down a little bit. And, 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 uh, um, so to all those business partners that I may have been an asshole to in my younger years, that that's uh, water under the bridge. Um, so there's this, uh, surfer guy named Lard, Laird Hamilton, I think his name is, um, he has this breathing app and he teaches performance breathing. Uh, which is an interesting concept. You know, he, he teaches athletes to nose breathe uh, because that's the way uh, to, you know, perform better versus mouth breathing. Uh, I won't dive into the details, but there's an app that takes you through these different breathing exercises. And frankly, it, you know, I'm not turning into a hippie here, but but the shit works. Like, it's, you know, if you get fired up, if you feel yourself getting fired up, you know, if you just take a second to step back and, and do a couple breathing exercises, it absolutely calms you down and and gets your mind right because you know responding in anger is usually the wrong response and so that's my recommendation i think it's called xpt life we'll we'll include the um the link in the show notes there well it's it's interesting i think maybe we're both coming to a similar spot um from the standpoint of my recommendation is is really a a non-product of any kind it is uh i think we all need this kind of reminder and that is be happy with what you have don't get caught uh, in the constant version of wanting more. Uh, you know, we want to be successful. We want to have the thing or the go to the place or, or whatever. And, and I think, uh, you know, it's good sometimes to just stop, pause, and reflect and realize that, uh, you know, you, you should be really happy for where you are. Think about I heard somebody say this the other day. If you look back even a generation or two, 80, 50, 75, 80, 100 years ago, the royalty then don't have anywhere near what the average person has today. And that really gave me some perspective and some thought, right, of, of what we have, and we just take these things for granted. So take a moment, take a breath, and <laughs> and be happy with, with what you have. Well, listen, just statistically, if you think about it, I mean, if you're, to be alive, you're lucky, you know, to... to two arms, two legs to be fed. You know, there, there's all these things that statistically you're actually lucky, especially the people that will listen to this podcast. You, I mean, right. you know, you guys have, and gals have absolutely nothing to complain <laughs> about, but that's, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, that, that should be the next all right. podcast. All right. Well, we appreciate the time, effort, and energy to, to listen, watch, etc. Uh, thanks for the comments. Uh, we really appreciate getting emails and, uh, and other things saying that uh, you guys uh, and gals do enjoy listening and, and watching and so forth. So uh, keep your eyes out. Uh, go out to our website. Choose the uh, Union UMA wait list and, uh, and get more information. Have a conversation with us. Thanks. Thank you. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. 
This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 